0: The Weekly Dish Podcast is brought to you by Lake Winds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lake Winds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lake Winds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. If you're working from home like me, you're probably noticing some of the spring cleaning tasks that we can get a jump on. I need to clean some baseboards, dust some blinds, and swap out the winter closet for the spring closet as the weather gets warmer. And when I get going on a cleaning binge, I turn to Lakewinds for cleaning supplies that are non-toxic but effective at sprucing up my spaces. Reusable cloths, laundry soap that stretches farther, great smelling cleansers for the bathroom and the kitchen that won't harm the environment or your family. And speaking of spring, it's time to sign up for your CSA shares. CSA stands for Community Supported Agriculture. A number of local farms have their CSA drop-offs at Lakewinds. You sign up for a share and pick up a box of locally grown greens and produce each week during your grocery run. Having a CSA keeps you eating healthy and seasonally, and it's so fun to see the fresh produce that you get in your box each week, and you can strategize what to make with it. Find all your healthy spring eating and spring cleaning solutions at Lakewinds Food Co-ops in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield, or by ordering online at lakewinds.com. A beautiful Saturday. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Stephanie March. It's Weekly Dish. It is the Weekly Dish. Weekly Dish. <laughs> was Week- that, dish. Was really, that was really intense. Have you watched, okay, this is going to be, I'm just going to set the table, a little bit of a random show. Oh, is it? Well, yes, it is. Yeah, because, you know, we've been home for how long now? Six weeks? We've been watching a lot. Like yesterday, I fell into an internet hole that I couldn't get out of for like 90 minutes. And the highlight of it was, um, and I did put this on my story so you can watch it, I think. It was this girl who was probably like three, singing TLCs, no scrubs. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it's just hilarious. And she's just belting out. I don't want no scrubs. Scrubs is a guy you can't get no love from me. It's hilarious. Then at the end, she just touched my heart because she was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Like, she was a real performer. Oh, and wow. it just cracked me up. Wow. Okay. So it's going to be one of those kind of days. <laughs> okay. with just like random dribs and drabs that I've seen. <laughs> We might have a moment for, and you're not going to like this, Stephanie March. Oh, we God. might have to have just a moment of silence for the maiden. For the who? The maiden. The Land of Lakes maiden. Oh, oh. Who's oh. disappeared from our packaging. Yeah. Who's I. Who's not politically correct, but.
1: Well, but honestly, I mean, here's the thing. Why was there, you know, a non specific Indian maiden on a farm owned butter company? I know it's if I think that they should have been doing the farmer thing a long time ago. I know it makes way more sense. I know. I just wanted to have
0: a moment. No,
1: that's fine. I mean, I'm not ai if anybody, I'm an odd person to champion it because I actually still have butter packs. I have the old ones. I was collecting them and making things. <laughs> I can't talk about it. I, I'm totally digging
0: a hole for myself. Here. Okay. See, this is what the show's going to be like. This it's going it. to be random snippets. Yeah. Because I, and I'm and i looking, I'm like, OK, I'll talk about like the things I cooked last week. Hmm. Hmm. OK. They're, they're like, so are you going to be able like, to sally hmm.
1: forth into this radio I'm world? Sally forth. Yes, I am.
0: <laughs> I just alone. This is this is the other part. We all think we're so interesting right now. Oh, I know. Like we, I I make you a drink, and I'm interesting. Mm -hmm. I baked some eggs, and I videotaped it, and I'm interesting. Mm -hmm. And I put myself squarely in your camp. I'm with you, people. I think I am the most interesting person in the world.
1: Well, I have to tell you that as far as someone who covers interesting things and puts them out (laughs) into the the universe, I'm not. (laughs) No, this is not about you. This is about the fact that I have been getting notes and emails from people saying, "Hey, why don't you cover me?" And I'm like what are you doing? <laughs> and some of it is worthy. I will say that. And some of it
0: is not. And that's kind of what happens in creative culture, right? Like people kind of rise up and they have these creative skills and they get bored and they start to use them. And I think my favorite. So my husband has a cousin and the cousin's name is Todd. And Todd is from a, a, a a town in the South. Mm -hmm. He is a very conservative man. Like he wears bow ties at the family funerals and he has a wife that owns a horse named Florence. That is a dressage horse. Okay. So these are like real South, real proper people. When you go into their house, like you would never wear your shoes. She um, if she's going to serve you like coffee, there's always going to be a saucer and probably a doily. Okay. OK, like you almost feel like you've stepped in the 1950s. OK, so yesterday I'm making a cocktail and Kurt's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Come here. Come here. You've got to see this. And I'm I'm like, what? And Kurt, who doesn't spend an ounce of time on his phone, usually is yeah. sitting there looking at his Facebook feed of which he follows his cousin And there's Todd and he's like leaning on the counter of his kitchen very earnestly having this like whole conversation about Ernest Hemingway and Kurt's like it's so weird he's talking about Ernest Hemingway like I don't get it and he gives you like a two minute soliloquy about Ernest Hemingway which is the prelude to his making the Hemingway daiquiri okay (laughs) okay he stands up or sits up, gets all erect, and starts, not, I mean, like, erect as in, you know. Stands up. Just say stands up. Just say stands up. (laughs) And he has, like, his shaker. He has his special Marie Antoinette glass. And uptight cousin Todd makes us the Hemingway Daiquiri. And I was like, wow, this is a real hole that is opened up in the earth, and we're all going to fall in it. Yep. Because if even cousin Todd...
1: Everyone is going to pivot to video now. <laughs> so, the fact that they were like, well, that pivot to video was a fake and nobody actually was doing that. And that was a big thing put out by Facebook. You know, do you remember that whole story? Yes. And like how, you know, businesses shifted and everyone was like, what? Well now and Instagram re-
0: TV launched and nobody really watched it. No.
1: And now it is everything. Now it is everybody watching everybody do and everybody doing TikTok. And well, the whole thing. And
0: now my sister is like, uh, my kids want to like get TikTok. What do you know about that? I'm like, like well on the one hand it could be chinese spyware <laughs> on the other hand it could be the best thing that ever happened to yeah. them and super fun so i don't know everybody it's, it's out there it's fine i mean like as far as it goes chinese spyware i wouldn't call it that but but do you feel like you have any privacy anyway well we're public people so and... but but even if we're not like i know that if i get killed and stuffed in a trunk that someone can look on my phone and figure out where it last pinged right all a serial the web the podcast, did you listen to Serial? No, I didn't. Oh, they like basically the whole case was based on pings from your cell phone. Okay. Um, like I know credit card companies have been selling my data for years. Like, that's yeah. not new. Yeah. I worked in direct mail. I could literally tell you within six homes exactly what your neighborhood was like, how much you all made, what diapers you bought, you know, like yeah, the whole idea of privacy in general. If there becomes like a coronavirus tracker, will you put it on your phone? What is that? What what does it mean? It basically is to help so that if you were to get the virus, it would have contract tracing to say like where you've been so they can go like it shows you were at work. You were at this gas station and they can like contract trace and see who you might have had contact. Yeah, thank you. Okay, contact trace to see who you might have had contact with in order to prevent the spread of the disease. Would you download that on your phone?
1: Uh, I don't know. I have to think about it. Yeah. Because I, I kind of already assumed they're tracking me anyway, especially because I am a Google user. So like. My phone is Google, and I'm hooked into all of my yeah. Googles everywhere. So I'm pretty sure that they are already
0: getting that. Yeah, from for me. sure.
1: And every time you take a picture, you know, of anything, you know, it, it...
0: Face recognition.
1: Well, not that so much, but, like, even if you take a picture of... When I look through my Google photos, like, if I have a picture of an ice cream cone, you know, you pull up and you can see exactly where and when yep. if that was taken. So in a weird way, I don't really feel like I'm hiding at all or not being so what's traced. The diff? Yeah. So what's the diff? But at the same time, it's... It is that that agreement, you know, and in that like sort of understanding of yes, I am le- allowing this to be a thing.
0: That's a hard one. I don't know. I know. I if don't you, know. Are you using Zoom at all? Yeah. Because there's apparently all kinds of implicit agreements in there that you don't even know because yeah. you didn't read it, and I didn't either. Yeah, when you accepted. Yeah, and they're starting to walk back a little bit of the privacy controls, and that's why they've released like three new Zoom downloads in the last yeah, two weeks. Yeah, we've upgraded a bunch of stuff. Yeah, because they're trying to add more security. But yeah, so I know. See, this is how the show's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, warning ahead of time,
1: everyone. I know. We we have you know, we and we do have things. We do have people. We, we lots have of things. Nick we have two and Ira. Guests. Yep, Nick and Ira from from uh, Bittercube are coming on later to talk uh, a little bit about some of the classes that they're doing. And I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the other kind of pivot to video classes that are happening online right now.
0: We're also going to talk with Minnesota Cooks, who's going to give us some resources for how you can buy Farm Direct. Yep. So we got stuff, you guys. We do have stuff. We and we have stuff. Hopi, our producer here, who we always appreciate joining us every Saturday. Hope, how you hanging in there? I'm hanging in. Okay. Hanging on. <laughs> it, it's It's when, and I don't, please don't take this personally, but when Saturday is the highlight of my week to come to work for two hours, we know we've fallen into the black hole, don't we? This is like still the day that's my normal. Yes. Every other
1: day is just, yeah. A I don't show. know. I don't know what I've been doing. Yep. <laughs>
0: I totally feel the same way. It was like, oh, it's Saturday. I get to go to work. I know when I'm supposed to wake up. I know what I'm supposed to wear. I know what I have to prepare for. oh my god is this you haven't fallen into this abyss stephanie no i am working till three in the morning i'm I'm like i'm I'm working working too but it's different hard
1: and everybody i can't even i get my running clothes on and then i go okay i'm gonna go have my coffee i'm gonna answer my emails i'm gonna go for a run and then i'll come back and i don't get to go because i'm into and then someone's like can i just talk to you can we do a phone call can we do a quick zoom i you know what can you get this to me by two o'clock and all of a sudden I'm it's like 8 p.m. And I'm like, well, I didn't go for a run. And I'm still in my sweatpants. And I'm still I'm still my running gear. I haven't gone for the run. So I'm a little bit I love coming here. I'm a little like, you know, I'm still just I'm just like, I don't know what date is. All I know is that I still have more to do. That's how I feel. Yep. So I think you're
0: not alone. No. All right. We got a great show. It's yeah. going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And when you come back, we're going to talk about the classes that are happening online when we come back to the Weekly Dish.
1: Okay, that's the Jonas Brothers, and I like it. And that's that's a problem for me. Jonas Jonas! <laughs> I was like, oh, this is kind of poppy and fun. I have totally, I mean, like, I am completely 100% into mood-lifting, poppy, dance-around-my-kitchen music. That's the only exercise I'm getting.
0: Oh! Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I haven't gotten there. I'm still listening to Bon Iver no, and don't very do it. sad, don't melodic, no despair Move tunes on. like no. Ray LaMontagne. No, no, no. You need <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. You need
1: Pink. You need the Pointer Sisters in your life. This is where you need to go. And actually, again, I'll throw it out there: Boiling Bones, which is the playlist I it's keep pretty good. I keep adding more songs. The whole point of that is to just be bangers. It's supposed to be stuff that just makes you dance around. I mean, there's a few things. There's like. Like you know, there's a little Prince, uh, you know, April snowing kind of songs. Every once Sometimes in a while, every once in a while. But there it is,
0: There was an interesting. You turned me on to driving into 107.9 in the morning, yeah. which I probably shouldn't talk I know, about on like, radio don't station. Give but <laughs> when we drive in in the morning, Casey sums they play the old America's Top Forty, and yeah you turned me onto that and this morning it was cuz it's always
1: the 80s or 70s <laughs> yeah
0: and it was um prince's um sign of the times was the number 4 song oh. and Casey and was like here is a song that in 3 minutes talks about aids oh. heroin overdose oh. nuclear war and oh. he's like reciting the lyrics <laughs> of the song and i was like wow of course, at the time, you thought about it, and I think about it when I sing it, but hearing Casey Kasem like, like, dramatically oh. read Prince's lyrics from Sign of the Times was epic. Well, I love it
1: when he, like, I caught one of them once, and he was like, here's a young lady who is making her way up the charts. She's a Detroit native. Her goes by one name. Here, listen to Madonna. And you're like, has <laughs> yes. It's, like, totally new to everybody. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, he, my favorite part was he was like, Uh, something he was reading the lyrics about the 17 year old kid who started doing smoking pot and now he's doing horse and it's June. And he was like, now he's doing horse and And it's it's June. Oh
1: God. Casey Kasem and finding a little anachronism in our musical uh, mornings. Uh, We have maybe this is what's going to happen, too, because video is also forever. Like Casey Kasem is forever. Video is also forever. Good point. All of these bad videos we're making are going to live on into
0: (laughs) perpetuity. And it'll be
1: like, oh, well, that was during quarantine. You know, people will be like, oh, that was during my quarantine session. Um, So but I did want to point out I wanted to bring you guys uh, some intel and some service journalism as far as it goes about people and chefs and cooks who are doing fun things online right now sure. as far as cooking. So we thought we would put, we are going to talk to the Bitter Cube guys because they are, this is kind of like exactly what we're going to talk to them about. But um, there are some other things that are happening locally. We did have Karin on from Quarantine Kitchens, you know, was it last week or was it? Two it was weeks? last week. Was it last week, right? And she and Erin Ungerman are doing fun things. But I thought this was a really good idea. So Smack Shack is doing a thing. You can still, oh, actually, I think orders are passed for this, but... What you could have done is yesterday uh, order the jambalaya from them, right? So you go and you pick up the jambalaya ingredients today. And, you know, they've got like all the good seafood and the rice and all the good things. And then what they do is they're going to cook it with you online. Josh is going to get on Facebook Live at 8 p.m. or something, or 6 p.m. today. And, I mean, you can still watch it if you want to go get your own stuff, too, and learn how to make jambalaya. But, you know, the idea was, like, to get that from him, and then you can kind of sit and make it
0: with him. I thought it was brilliant.
1: Isn't that a smart idea? I love this idea.
0: Red Cow did that with their Easter pickup. They had, like, the chef showing you how to prepare the items that you got from your Easter dinner. Right.
1: It's fun. Because with all the take-and-bake stuff, I get it. And there's usually, you know, good instructions and stuff. But I think there's something about that visual piece that is a little different and a little bit better to have people showing you how they're doing it. I always have to think of my sister, too.
0: Yeah. My sister, Cubby. Cubby has no cooking intuition. No skills really, like... Cooking's not her thing. She doesn't enjoy it. It's just basically getting protein into the mouth. Right. So she, like, you need to tell her every single thing to do or right. show her. And she's better than she used to be. But there's a lot of people like her that it's not intuitive to know to do anything. No. So you really need that help. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that there's there's stuff about,
0: um, you know, those
1: little things. Like, it's, it's surprising to me because we get these calls. You know, we get people who call in and we right. love it. Who are like, well, do I do this or this? It's unclear. And, you know, it's kind of like sometimes I think chefs like and cooks like us who are we're more intuitive about things. We kind of forget to put the process in.
0: Someone asks, I was telling someone how to make stock in their instant pot with the turkey carcass Mm -hmm. and I give her all the directions and then she texts me back and she goes, do I need water? Like I had never said. Yeah. I was like, yes. Sorry. Sorry. Six to eight cups, depending on how big your pot is. Like. But that was just an indicator to me. Uh huh. Oh. Well, and
1: uh, things like when I do the notes for uh, what to cook for when my little Instagram, you know, recipe place. I don't I mean, I assume that you're a cook. That's what I've assumed right. because I don't have the space, you know, to be able to like write every like I don't want to have to tell you to peel your garlic. Just chop it. Just you know what to do. Right. But there's other people who need to be told that. Right. And then they worry about it. So I feel for them. Um, a couple other good ones that we want to talk about was uh, Chef Sami. Have you watched any of his social deliciousness? No. Oh, God. He's really good, you guys. I he's bet he is. He's fun. He's having a good time. And he's in his kitchen. Um, you know, and what I love is that he's done some of the OG stuff. Like, he's done saffron's lamb chops. Ooh, I love
0: those lamb I chops. I know.
1: I was loving that. And then he does things like kofta meatballs with tahini. But he also did brown butter banana bread. And can we have a moment for banana bread? Yeah. Can I have a question? Yeah. Why, why is everybody putting the long bananas on top now?
0: I, I hate it. Andrew Zimmern did it. Zoe did it. I'm not there for um, it. I just saw another Bon Appetit recipe where they did it. I, I don't I don't like it. I don't like it either, but it looks pretty. I don't think it does. You know what else looks pretty? And this is next is the uh, rhubarb stalks.
1: Oh, oh, the New York Times. They oh, put out they that, message, that recipe. Mm-hmm. Did you see that photo? Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hated it. I thought it looked pretty. I hated it. I was like, what are you doing? Because here's the other thing. Those are really chewy and yes, fibrous. Yes, like that's the yes, problem. Is like the, having those stalks on top of that tart made me... is going to ruin it. It's going to ruin it. You're right. And that made me so like, you can't bite through that. I knew that.
0: that, but I still thought it looked
1: pretty. You can't cut through that? You can't bite through that?
0: I had a service journalism moment, Stephanie, where I was like, but at least it looks pretty for the cover of the magazine.
1: Uh, that's not service journalism. <laughs> service journalism is saying, by the way, this is just looks don't even try this (laughs) oh my word i know i thought that was interesting there's gonna be but i just the banana bread thing everyone's making banana bread and that's good i mean it's just one of those herd things that everyone does it now. it's like we all started with the sourdoughs and the bread i made the
0: pumpkin bread which was very delicious if you've got cans of pumpkin people you made pumpkin muffins i and i made bread too because i had some batter left over Uh and i forgot to set the timer and then i went to the radio show last saturday and kurt was supposed to take it out And I got home and he was riding his bike and there were three completely burned loaves on top of the stove with a note that said, sorry, the timer never went off, which, of course, I realized I never said it. No, you never said it. But I just cut the burnt parts off. And it was pretty good. Yeah. You can <laughs> save still that ate stuff. Just fine. You can
1: save that <laughs> stuff. Uh, of course, Zoe Francois, we always want to shout out her stuff. She's doing really fun stuff besides bread. She's doing, you know, like apple almond galette and all that kind of stuff. I did want to shout out to the Bachelor Farmer Chef, Jonathan Gans, who did a video about their popovers. And I thought Fun. that was like a good one. I watched that. Yeah, did you? Yeah. So like, you know, if you just need a refresher on uh, on popovers, that's good. And of course, always our Stephanie Meyer. And she's doing, you know, she has a great one for uh, chocolate avocado pudding and paleo salmon cakes and all that kind of stuff. Yum. So. So there you are. There's a few things. Those are listed in the feed, you guys, this week. I did a whole bunch of those on mspmac.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We are going to continue our chit-chat about online fun classes and stuff. But we have been joined by Mr. Nick Kosovich of Bittercube. Are
0: you there, Nick?
2: Hi. How are you? Good
0: morning. How How are you you? doing?
2: Good morning. Great. I'm good. Good. I was
0: thinking about you because during this coronavirus shutdown, because you travel so much, it might be nice for you to actually have been home for a while.
2: This is the longest I've been home since Allie and I have been married.
1: <laughs> and you are still married? Is that the case?
2: Still married. Okay, Most of it's been really good. Yeah. Well,
1: well done. Well done. You've already you've already won a badge for that. Then you yes, because some of yeah. us are just hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> God. We
2: have figured it out. We live in, in a, a tiny apartment in downtown Minneapolis, and so the tiny apartment can feel tiny at times, but. We have got some good rhythm down. My my wife is a UX designer, so she's still working full-time as well. And so we have uh, figured out how to kind of stay out of each other's hair for some parts of the day. That's really
0: good. My friend's advice was 9 to 4, you're in one room, 9 to 4, he's in another room. You come out at 4.30, you go for a walk, and then you have a drink. Yeah. (laughs)
2: That's a great idea, yeah.
1: That's pretty good. So, okay, and plus, you know, you've got... You know, being here in Minneapolis, we've always known you as, you know, Bitter Cube guy here, but of course you have stuff happening in Milwaukee too, because that's, uh, you know, where your big lab is now, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so we have the uh, Bitter Cube Apothecary and Barn Bazaar. Uh, in Milwaukee that we opened two years ago. and So that's our production facility where we produce the bitters and all of our syrups and elixirs and mixers, all the non-alcoholic stuff we produce is done in Milwaukee. We also have a cocktail bar there and a bazaar, which is a cocktail store, liquor store. And so uh, obviously the Bar & Bazaar is shut down for service, but we're still doing um, pickup, and you can order cocktail kits online. So if you go to the Bar & Bazaar website, you can pick up cocktail kits. And then um, for these classes, you can pick up kits for the classes as well. But here in Minneapolis, we're partnering with South Lindale and Henry & Sons right now. And so uh, South Lindale, if you go to their website, they're doing Bloody Mary kits for our Sunday classes. So we're doing a class on Sunday at noon called Day Drinkers with our friend Chris Manglis, and he is a chef in Green Bay. And so this week, uh, tomorrow at noon, it's called You Gotta Risk It to Biscuit, and it's a biscuit class, and we're going to talk about micheladas. Oh,
1: oh, this is so like good. It. So talk a little bit about how you guys are approaching the classing, because I love that you're not just putting it out on social media. It's like, Hey, we just made this thing. I love that you're doing a more structured thing and you have to buy, you, you do have to buy like tickets to get access to it. Correct?
2: Yeah. It's 10 bucks. Um, yeah. you know, we really are trying to make these be more about entertainment than about like uh, at first like people are like, well, if I don't have all those things. Why would I want to watch this? And like, well, cause it's really funny. That's yeah. why. And so for us, it's like, <laughs> If you don't have everything, just grab a drink and and sign up and check it out because most of it is about, you know, interview and storytelling and we always have guests on. And so, you know, even if you don't like yesterday, I did a Bombay Sapphire tasting with all three different Bombay gins. So if you don't have them all, it's still fun and you're still going to learn something, you know, and so. For us, it's, it's kind of like, you know, it is it is a better experience or a more interesting experience if you can grab all those things. But at the same time, we have people now that are just, you know, sitting back pouring a glass of wine and listening to us talk about, you know, rum or whiskey or whatever. And we've been bringing up a lot of special guests. So today we have Philip Green. He's the author of To Have and Have Another, uh, which is a, a book about Hemingway uh, through the lens of drinking. So it's all about the thing, the drinks that he wrote about. Uh, and the drinks that he drank, and you know, we did a pop up at Lawless, uh, you know, before all this ended, called Starbright, and it was inspired by this book and inspired by Hemingway. So that author is going to be on with us today at 5:30, and then at seven o'clock today, we've got Eric Anderson and Brian Fisher, who is a uh, Michelin star chef from uh, Chicago, and they're going to be talking about the he Burrito, which is like this really elusive Puerto Rican sandwich from Chicago, oh. uh, and uh, we're going to be doing Chicago classic cocktails like the Green River and the Chicago cocktail.
1: I am so going to I'm going to dip in for that one for sure. I love the idea of of doing cocktails and then plus, you know, like having the Ernest Hemingway uh, discussion around it is something that I think people are looking for. I know Hanson just told a story earlier on about her crazy cousin who was doing that. But I love having an actual (laughs) professional (laughs) talk about a historian Hemingway and the Um, drinking culture.
0: Can I ask you a question? About, um, Nick, you have done a lot of work with Bombay and they have, uh, I'm I'm just going to call it the red Bombay gin because it's got a red top and it's got red around the label. It's the one that has more botanicals. Can you talk about that gin specifically versus the blue Bombay gin? Because I really like this gin and it's pretty inexpensive.
2: Yeah, the red top is actually the original. So that was uh, produced in the late 1950s. So that is Bombay Dry. Bombay Dry has eight botanicals. Uh, so it's the original eight botanicals based off of a 1761 recipe. All the gins are vapor distilled. And so they have this really bright, you know, fresh uh, botanical structure. Bombay Sapphire came out in 1987 and that one has two additional botanicals. It's a little higher proof uh, and it has kube berries and grains of paradise. And then, they put out Bombay Sapphire East in 2012 which was designed specifically for the tonic with black pepper and lemon. Juice. That's the
0: one. That's the one you love. Yes, it's called Bombay yeah. Sapphire East. Okay, thank East.
2: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I liked it. Yeah, it's good. Um, all right.
1: So I also kind of want to get to the so like having people come on like Eric Anderson and tonight doing this Windy City, the Hebrew thing, like bringing more people in. Is that something that they people are starting to come and be like, hey, let's do a th- collaboration together? Or are you just kind of like tapping your friends right now?
2: Oh, I mean, we started that and then people have been watching it, you know, and then people want to get involved. Um I think doing classes like this, it's, I mean, it's giving people something to do. It's giving us a way to connect to our colleagues and friends. And, uh, you know, we were doing seven of them a weekend. And we pulled back to five. Oof. And uh, we're doing a new thing next Thursday. And I'm not sure what platform this is going to be on yet. It might be a Zoom. This one we're going to do for free on Thursdays. It's called Drinky Time with Nick and Ira, and it's going to be a ninety-minute variety show with artists, musicians, <laughs> interviews, and we're really, really excited about it. that one. I'm really pumped about. That's
1: going to be when is that going to be?
2: Thursday nights at eight o'clock.
1: Okay. We got to yeah, make sure we put a link like, up to that.
2: Yeah, eight eight thirty. Put the kids to bed right before the news. You know, just ninety minutes of you know jokes and, and stuff. So yeah, we're really, really excited. <laughs> that
1: looks fun. I mean, quite honestly, that's that's amazing. Do you have you guys noticed um, what is selling more? Like, do you have any idea of like what as far as like what are people drinking more of or than before?
2: I think just more people are becoming aware of it, and yeah. so more people are getting involved. So each week it's getting bigger and bigger. I mean, we're selling hundreds and hundreds of tickets to these classes. So right. It's been. Uh, just kind of growing exponentially. Um, right now, you know, it's been interesting because we've been trying to figure out what's working and what isn't, but they all like, the gym class, you know, we had 40 people involved yesterday and the one that we did before two weeks ago only had seven, you know? Right. And like, right now, all of our classes are getting busier and busier, and so... We've been doing some that are just, like, stories about trips that we took that we think is kind of fun because everyone's stuck in-house. And so, you know, to be able to talk about a trip and I took to Paris and cocktails of Paris and things like that, that's been really fun. People have been enjoying those. And then every week we do a spirit-tasting class as well. So this week was gin, next week's rum. We did whiskey the week before. And those are really, really uh, uh, received well. In, in Milwaukee right now, we can, like, rebottle stuff and, and do it into kits, right? So here the cocktail kits are, like, picking up full bottles of stuff. But in Milwaukee, you can, like, it's, it's the law right now allows you to, like, re alcohol. So you can do, like, small bottles of gin for a tasting and things like that. So we don't have that luxury here. But partnering with people like Subwindow window and Henry and & Sons has been really good because they're, you know, really great liquor stores that have really cool products. And so you can kind of get things that, that make sense for the class still.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, if you think that there's a, is there something that, you know, as I was doing a thing with Eric Eastman yesterday and, you know, he had all his little like tools and everything else. Uh, is there, can people like mail or can we like e-commerce barware from your place in Milwaukee or is that?
2: Yeah. The bar bazaar sells cocktail tools online. Okay. Um, and they're you know, pretty much, you know, similar pricing and, as Amazon and thing, but it's all the tools that we use for our bar programs. Um, and on Amazon as well, there's, there's there's bar tool that you can get in two days. But yeah, we can ship overnight from the bar and bazaar, and it'll be in Minneapolis the next day.
1: Okay, because I knew no, I, we did get a couple of questions of like, well, where would I get like a big long spoon or like you know those kind of for stirring and shaking things. And so I thought people are actually, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are thinking that they wanted to be more of home bar enthusiasts, and I think now is the perfect time they're actually trying. And so I think that that's one of those things. I think is such a good thing to be able to give them that a local so to support a local person doing that
2: yeah and we also uh you know talk about like how to make cocktails at home without all that stuff yeah because I also realized I also realized that I didn't have any cocktail tools (laughs) four weeks ago when I when I got home (laughs) I realized I didn't have anything to make drinks with and so you know we talk a lot about like if you're going to stir an old-fashioned for example you know you can use a pint glass and a and a and a chopstick, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, there's ways to be efficient about it, and you know, the jigger I think is really important. But again, some people have like small measuring vessels which will work fine. Yeah. You know, a cocktail shaker is important. Um, some people generally have some semblance of a cocktail shaker around. Most people have the cobbler shaker. You know, it's like the three piece with a little tiny cap on the top. Yep uh i don't like those because i always lose a tiny cap and then i just have like a pencil holder yes so you know (laughs) the the the, the tin on tin set is really good it's a carico set there's also a website called cocktailkingdom.com and they have a lot of great stuff as well
1: okay perfect good all right so this is homeschooled by bitter cube this we've been talking with nick kosovich and you are going to do classes you have classes up now that you can still tap into um but then you're going to have more stuff coming every week right
2: Every week we're planning on doing this until it doesn't make sense anymore.
1: Okay. <laughs> until, or until everything else makes sense. How about that? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks,
1: Nick. Okay. We'll talk to you soon.
2: All right. Oh. Bye. All
1: right. Bye, Nick. We'll be right back.
0: 651-641-1071. If you want to call us and chat with us, we would love to take your calls. It is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. We can play the pantry game with you. We can tell you what to do with your tired lettuce. We can tell you uh, how to make broth in your Instant Pot with your turkey carcass. And I promise I'll tell you to add water. 651-641-1071. Call now if you'd like to talk with us live online. If you want to tell us about some good takeout you've had I'm feeling a little dry in the takeout scene, which is weird because yeah. I eat out all the time. But like when it comes down to ordering it, I'm like, huh, what should I order today? Oh, or, really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a bunch of stuff. And you know what I love is whoa. that, whoa, is that there's new stuff coming all the time. So if you want, we could talk about some of the
0: new things. Sure. 651-641-1071. Give us a call. In the meantime, we'll talk about some fun Takeout. Oh, we have some calls coming in. Stuff. Give me two new takeouts okay. while Hope gets our calls ready. Well,
1: Alma has started doing takeout, nice. and that's a pretty big thing. Alex Roberts, um, you know, and the gang over on uh, University for us, uh, Cafe Alma. They're doing pick up from nine a.m. to two p.m. You just call, and they'll bring it right out to your car. They're starting slow, so they've got some pastries, some soups, and salads. Yep. But once they get their feet underneath them, they are talking about launching that legendary turkey burger, best turkey burger in the state. Seriously, oh, I don't
0: know. No, it is really. <laughs> Cause I got a. Big I know you have your feeling about, about it, and I got I love the Groveland Tap Stricky Burger too. I know,
1: but I think well, uh, right? You have yours. This is mine. This is okay. my number one in the state. We don't have to agree. Nope. We never do. Nope. Uh, legendary uh, crispy chicken sandwich too. That was on the cover of our six five
0: one six four one one zero seven one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Do you want to? Can I at no. least get a sentence? We have three calls no. lined up, and then they all dumped out. So stop drinking and calling, or call with legitimate questions. Okay. All right. <laughs> You are in a weird place today. <laughs> you are scolding your
1: friends as six they're trying to call her. 641-1071. One
0: one
1: oh okay, here's another one. Uh, we also have a place called uh, Young Man, which took, it was in it's in Kingfield, across from Five Watt and Nighthawks and sure. everything else. You took over the old Dragon Walk. They opened on March 14th, Ooh. the day that everything started closing. So uh, these guys are great. They, they ran the Don Oishi food truck, and they're doing some really kind of fun fusion-y things, and they're doing curbside. They're just going forward with it. They've got some uh you know some great crab shumai dumplings. I'm excited about takoyaki, which are the octopus balls yep. that are, you know, kind of f- yummy. Um they've got uh noodles and nasi goreng and some balinese prawns. So lots of fun oh, sort of yum. and Asian what's that things. called again? It's called young man. Okay.
0: It is also in the feed this week. I, you know I read your feed. It was good. I yeah, liked your graphic too. Uh, we're going to go with Allison is going to be our first call on the line. Hi, Allison. How you doing? Good. How are you? I mean, all things considered. All things yes. considered. Yes. What yes. can we help you with?
2: Yeah. Um, my husband and I are doing takeout flash delivery because it's Saturday. We have to find ways to celebrate and we're looking for Mexicans.
1: Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, El Burrito Mercado is still
0: doing takeout, yes, right? Yes, they are.
1: Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Great. And they have, you know, I mean,
0: th- is, is the market it's very open? Authentic. Yes, the market is open.
1: So you could oh, also could get some salsas, extra salsas, if you wanted to do, you know, some, some shopping or if you wanted to cook it at home, you could do that too.
0: Yep. They've oh, got their grocery market open. They have pantry goods online. They also have um, dinners online. Oh, great. That's um, perfect. Yeah, it is really. And if you're like, I like their mole a lot. It's kind of cinnamon, chocolatey, which doesn't sound, but it's very authentic. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. I love it. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That's great. So... I
2: hadn't even thought about, especially using the market as well.
0: Oh, so there you go. Good. I'm glad yeah. we could help you, Allison. Thank uh, you. We'll take Tammy, 651 641
2: 1071. Hi, Tammy. Hey, ladies. I need your top three tips for how to cook with my new cast iron pan. I'm having some terrible fails with it.
1: Oh, Uh, what's your fails, first of all?
2: Well, I don't, you know, anything. I'm trying to do sautéed vegetables. I'm trying to do scrambled eggs. I'm trying to do um, uh, chicken, just like, you know, just do some nice chicken dishes in there. And everything is just burning. (laughs) What am I doing wrong?
0: I mean, I think it's probably not seasoned
1: enough. Did
2: you season it before? Yeah, it came pre-seasoned. It's um it had like all these instructions in it like it's already seasoned, it's already ready to go. You don't have to worry about that.
0: Oh. Huh. Yeah. I yeah. think I'd season it again myself. Yeah, I would just try it. I would
1: just do like a little oil and and you know, do like the hot hot, you know, baking of it all. And then Anna, I would just say that like you know as you're cooking in it if you're doing eggs and they're not and they're not where I don't know I don't ever do eggs in a cast cast I do eggs in a cast iron you?
0: skillet but I've literally had it for 25 years and been seasoning it for 25 years. Yeah. Oh.
1: I think I would wait on those but vegetables you should be able to do without burning too hard. I just would just I don't know if you are you on a gas or are you on a electric strip.
0: Oh, so sorry. Yeah, that's Electric sucks.
1: A, I would just say that that's a harder conduction. You know what I mean? Like I think that it's harder to know exactly where to
0: put the numbers on that ah, okay.
1: so maybe just turn it down and start with a slow
0: you know kind of raising slower the heat build because yeah. once that electric gets the cast iron hot it's probably too hot you know yeah. what i'm saying okay got it so start lower and just be more patient about letting it heat up before you start cooking yeah
2: okay we'll do it thank you so okay. much okay you're welcome
0: i hate my electric stove at the cabin it's oh, just crap
1: hi beth how are you doing beth Hey, thanks for taking my call.
2: Yeah. Um, I want to try a new recipe, soup recipe that I found in the Star Trib earlier this year. And it's a chicken and white bean soup. It mm-hmm. calls for um, kale to be put in. And I'm just wondering if spinach or cabbage wouldn't be the same thing.
0: Pretty Not much. cabbage. Not cabbage, because cabbage is too hearty. Yeah.
1: And okay. cabbage has a, it's a... Uh, Different flavor. Sulfurious vegetable. But
0: uh, spinach is... I always sub kale, uh, spinach for kale, actually. Or arugula, or even spring mixed greens I've put in my soups.
1: Oh. Yeah. Anything kind of leafy like that. I think uh, like a delicate, like a softer leaf then. And kale is
0: is a rough leaf for sure, but it's still a green. And what you might do, because the kale they'll probably have you put in and then heat it through, I might throw the greens in very last if they're tender like that.
2: Yeah, and the recipe does say to put it in at the end. Okay, yeah.
0: Okay, thanks. You there you go. You know, we throw greens in everything we make. We do. We absolutely,
1: there's like no, I mean, it's hard. It's almost like there's spinach on everything I do. I just had point. left,
0: I had like a handful of salad greens. I put it in the bottom of a bowl and threw some white bean soup on top. And yeah. there it was. My
1: best thing is lately has been just making like a cup of polenta. And then I throw, I put my greens on the plate, throw the polenta on top of that. And then an egg on top of
0: that. Oh, see, we're going to be talking about polenta uh-huh. in the next we are. and yes. uh, Anne, we're going to take your call, Anne. Yeah, we got time.
1: Hi, it's Annie. I just want to say, ladies, thank you for taking my call.
2: Um, friends of yours, Create Caterers. Yes. Is doing twice a week meals. Yep. So you can just go onto their website and
1: order a meal. They're ama- their meals are amazing. You're loving it? Oh, oh my God. Everything I've ordered, and I also did the Easter dinner, everything is amazing. That wow. They've done.
0: All right. So thanks. Twice a week.
1: Thanks, Annie. Okay. Every two weeks. I love it. Yeah. I every know. two weeks. If you well, they're doing help. it twice a week. Not every two weeks. Okay. They're doing it twice a week. So yeah, they have sorry. two meals, right? Yeah. That's uh, good stuff. Jill.
2: Hi, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hello, you guys. First and foremost, a million thank you for being on Saturdays. It <laughs> thank brings you. Normal, it brings normal to my life. Um. But I first have a shout-out for Tenant Soup. Yes. Amazing. Good. So good. So that has been a real treat for us. But um it's just my husband and I. So we're two. We don't need a lot of food. Um And I have a question about a complete non-essential food item. Okay. And that is donuts. <laughs> donuts and biscuits. I'm like, okay, I don't need $10 worth of donuts. But is anybody, like, doing one, two donuts or one or two biscuits?
1: Kind of um so i would say this sounds really weird and i have a weird donut thing anyway um but i would say that they're still doing donuts at the grocery stores so if you just wanted okay. one donut you know i would probably go to like a Lunds and grab like oh, one or two donuts there because
0: i'm with you i don't ever want a full box i'm never that. well in yeah. the betty and earl's biscuits they come six to a box and so but i will say they freeze
1: yeah those biscuits are good frozen if you want to okay. get one and then sort of get a you box. You could do a biscuit
0: pop-up and yeah. then have two and then freeze the other two or four. Good.
2: Okay, great. I appreciate that. Because God knows I'll eat $10 worth of donuts, but I don't need ten dollars uh-huh. yeah
0: yes you know everything goes in my freezer jill so yeah i'm good <laughs> we've got a lot of calls lining up thank you thank friends you. thanks jill thanks jill we're gonna go ahead and take a break but if you have called in and you're on the line uh kate we'll thank you and we've got a few others that hope we'll get we'll take you when we come back on the other side of the weekly dish we'll be right back